there is some depth to this movie. There, there is some introduction into river dancing. Yeah, that's kind of stereotypical of Irish culture, but it's a lot more pertinent than leprechaunism. But see, my entire understanding of Ireland is through Niall Horan, a member of One Direction, and he often jumps into river dancing in concerts. So, yeah, no, it's that's all I know. <laughs> I'm Rabbit Cornhole. I'm Kylie O'Kylie. And I'm Catherine Johnson. And welcome to Grow Up, a Saturday morning podcast for aroused millennials. Mm. Aroused? (laughs) Here on Grow Up, we deconstruct and reflect upon popular media from yours and our childhoods. You can send us suggestions for our next episode by tweeting them to at growthepodup or sending them to growthepodup at gmail.com with a name you want us to credit it to. This week? The luck of the Irish. Can I explain why we're doing it so late? I was actually hoping you would. Yeah, that would be great. (laughs) We were going to do this the week before St. Patrick's Day so it could come out on St. Patrick's Day, but I had a sudden life event and moved to Dallas for like five weeks, so the week that we were going to do it. So it didn't work that way. But I think that it's so still useful to we're do doing this it because, in memoriam. Because people still in have memoriam. Patty's Day on the brain. Um, what did we all think of The Luck of the Irish? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, real quick, yeah. can we dedicate this episode to a mutual friend of all of ours? Oh, no. In high school, we had a German foreign exchange <gasps> student friend named Masha. Yes. And she was always perplexed by this idea of heritage in the United States. And she was like, why would you guys say you're Swedish? You're not Swedish. Like, you're American. <laughs> and another one of our friends had said, we just need to show Masha the luck of the Irish. Oh my God. But um, I've always remembered that. And I haven't watched Luck of the Irish since we said that. We never showed it to her. But um, <laughs> I'm kind of glad we did it. Yeah. So just at the top here, I want to dedicate this to Masha. So I want to just say that, that we were wrong. Yeah, we were wrong, Masha. I'm, we're very sorry. Don't watch this movie. It does not tell you yeah. anything about American perception yeah. of heritage. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just want to go in and say, because like I'm actually the one who brought this movie up, because I actually really enjoyed it when I was younger. Uh, we all did. Well, Robin had never it. seen it, right? Yeah, right. Oh, but Virgin like, When I was doing Virgin research, um, when, I was, when I was doing research... And a bunch of websites were like, this was the best Disney Channel movie. I don't know, man. I I did not really enjoy it as an adult. Rewatching. Yeah, Yeah. rewatching it. I I never had seen it. So uh, was it you you were watching it with me? I was watching it with you. uh, And you kept wanting me to have enjoyed myself. And then at the end, you said, so what did you think? And I was like, I hated it. It was so dumb. (laughs) I I have, upon second watching it, I no longer hate it. I can't say that. Oh, that's interesting. Like, the first time I watched it, I was like, this is so stupid. The second time I watched it, I was like, this is, I mean, it's just, it's just so plain. It's just so boring. It's okay. It's 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 okay. It's nothing more. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just okay. I remember it being really good. I remember it being really good. Me too. And I, a lot things. of that for me came from I just really enjoy Timothy Odmanson 
uh, as an actor. That- He's the guy who plays Seamus McTiernan. Yeah, McTiernan. Um, he was my favorite part, too, when I was a kid. But uh, yeah. looking back, not a great movie. Not to, you know, bring up the ending just so soon, but the I, fi- I feel like there were so many things that happened in the ending and leading up to the ending that took away from the potency of the argument they were trying to make. The, the yeah. very thing no, about... that's absolutely like, true. This, this was a story about good Irish versus bad Irish instead of, like... Yeah, exactly. You know, America it's, it, versus it's supposed Ireland. To be a thing about it's how, yeah, America is this gray melting pot where anybody can make better lives for themselves. And somehow America but, becomes the but hero But also America the is the place where they banish the bad guy to. Right. You know? Like, mm-hmm. you can never la- leave the shores of Erie. See? The fact that you're stuck Era in Cleveland is a joke. You know? But they're still trying to say that America's this great place where anybody can make a life for themselves. So why is banishing the bad guy in America supposed to be this terrible thing? Or the thing about... Because Ohio's terrible. Being proud of your answer. Well, I mean, wink, wink, nod, nod. We all know that, right? (laughs) But but that's not what the message that they're trying to give is. So the fact that they do that is just undercutting their own point. Same with the whole, like, being proud of your heritage having your family's ancestry and everything um, yeah, that on your was back. But- especially pertinent for me because, like, watching who Kyle Johnson, this white kid's two best friends were, was Our Bonnie Lopez, a uh, yeah. uh, Latina young woman, and then uh, what was his other friend's name? Russell. Russell. His name was Russell. Uh, he was a black boy. And, like, both of them made interesting comments about race but again it was not never something that was ever followed up on i would i would argue they did not make interesting comments about race he made a joke once Mm -hmm. just for everybody who doesn't know the luck of the irish was uh one of those golden age disney channel original movies uh it was released in 2001 uh it stars ryan merriman alexis lopez timothy amundsen and henry gibson so this story kind of obviously centers around this classic white boy. He's the star of the basketball team, and he struggles with his identity because he doesn't have any connection to his like ancestral heritage. Which because his parents sucks are so for Kyle. weirdly silent about it. They're really weird. They're about really it. weird about it. They just stare at him like he's insane <laughs> when he asks, "Like, what's our heritage?" And they're like, "We're from Cleveland, son." <laughs> Their last name is Johnson. That's my last name. And throughout this movie, in the beginning, he's trying to figure out, like, his past just based on Johnson. And I was like, ooh, bitch. (laughs) Get you ready. The rising action of this story is that it is Heritage Day at school. And Kyle suddenly becomes curious about where he's from. So all we really know about Kyle's family's past is that his mother has given him what she has deemed a family heirloom. Uh, It's a gold, a genuine gold coin that Kyle has worn around his neck since since he was a baby. So when they, you know, tell, they won't tell him where they're from, right? And then Bonnie comes to talk to Mm -hmm. him about like, so where are you from? And he's like, I'm from Cleveland. And he gets like really uh, defensive and he's like, says the most absurd thing anyone's ever said. And he's like, history's so 10 minutes ago. You know what's right now? Sports. 
And that's like almost verbatim what he says. I'm not like summarizing that. He says sports. That's what's now. And I was like, who talks like that? That's like. God. Brian Merriman talks like like that. he was such the quintessential, like, dreamy. I kept seeing things where people kept talking about, like, boy. how hot he was. And I'm like, you people, what? I remember thinking that he was hot when I was young. But looking back, I'm like, no, this boy is. Like, the thesis that the movie sets there that keeps going is, like, heritage versus sports. Right. And they always use the word <laughs> yeah. sports. It's like, no one says, like. No one says the word sports as often as the people. Yeah, because this is like also the scene where the the scene where he's like, it's showing his luck, right? It's just like Mm -hmm. through a series of different things showing how lucky Kyle is. He's taking a test. And he guesses on all of the answers and he gets them all right. Well, so this this scene right here was very important for me, sort of symbolically speaking. Because he is looking and say he finally just like guesses on everything. The teacher picks it up and says, in real life, you can't depend on luck for not knowing. Which is such a real lesson. Like that is so true. Such a true lesson. You can't just depend on luck for not knowing. And that's such a good lesson. And it feels like it's got to be one of the important lessons of the movie. Yeah. Except the ending does not support that. (laughs) Neither does the ending of that scene. It pisses me off. (laughs) I just want to point out the coin being the most important symbol, obviously, in this movie. It's not just a symbol for his luck and for his family's heritage, but when you put it in the context of, of everything that's going on that this movie is ignoring, it is uh, very much a symbol of white privilege. Yeah. It very and much is, yeah. the teacher, a black teacher saying to the young white student, you can't depend on white privilege for not knowing. And then the ending does not support that to keep in mind that symbol of the coin as being not just luck, but, but privilege. No, yeah. And what else does the coin bring him? He finds money on the street. He finds economic advantages. It just, then here's just this white kid that basketball does sure he loves basketball i'm not saying your race should play a part in basketball but uh just culturally basketball is really 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 important to black people and this kid just gets a free ride through it yeah which makes it all the more insulting that his best friend is a young black man who does have to practice he's not the best on the team this movie could be about in a lot more work yeah this movie could be about this kid and his heritage it was very weird to me now watching it and like does this story need to be told oh god i know and it's answered that's the thing that's such an important because the the big argument that people could make and we talked about this a little bit earlier but the big argument that we could make people could make in defense of why this movie would need to be made is because you know maybe in 2002 irish people still had that history that they were considered looked down upon or whatever but that defeats itself in the very conceit of the movie first of mm. all but but like within the movie itself it already shows people celebrating their irishness the way he discovers his family's irish is that he goes to a massive like irish pride festival in yeah. america so it's yeah. not like the movie even itself within the movie there is the context of people love being irish yeah so the yeah, thing that it's... they needed to do in order to make it significant was physically alter the appearance 
of characters involved in order to make them feel diminished. And that's, you know, that's a symbol of appropriation kind of in a way. What it's doing is because it's like showing us, it's like, what if, imagine you were, instead of being white all your life, you were black for a couple of months and you had to see how hard it was to be a black person. It's making a mockery of actual struggle of like people who actually are discriminated against Mm -hmm. because of their physical like actively appearance. today not in the past of america yeah. yeah um so anyways they they do go to this irish festival at the festival kyle can't stop himself from irish step dancing there's something about the that was great yeah that was fun the river dancing that was the best part of the movie i love his watching timothy obmanson rivers dance oh my gosh yeah. that was so delightful and then they're confronted by this old irish man at the festival, who ends up being Kyle's grandfather, but we find that out way later. Riley O'Reilly, which is my name. I'm Kyle like one of the first, One of the first things he says, you know, like, did you make those shoes yourself or did your ma make them for you? And it's like, they're, they're like, they're like, like basketball Adidas. shoes. <laughs> in fact, I was like, in fact Russell like comes up in front of him and he goes, Sir, those are called basketball shoes. <laughs> and I was like, is it wrong that I'm so delighted with this appropriation? Yeah. Like, it's so fun to watch yeah, this. That's another thing, just to talk about these just like really stereotypical caricatures of Irishness. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. what are, like, that's what's given to the movie as, like, this is what being proud of your heritage is supposed to be like. It's yet another undermining of the. Uh, of the message, message of actually. Of being proud of your heritage this is really in a lot of ways making a mockery of what your heritage is it's just silly um but it's so it's so weird because i was looking at articles all morning Mm -hmm. because i i've never been into saint patrick's day i'm like a tiny bit irish but i'm a tiny bit of (laughs) everything so i just don't care yeah so i've just never cared about saint patrick's day and then i was looking up like is saint patrick's day cultural appropriation and I, I read something that it's, like, actually racist to think it's cultural appropriation. As a white person, it's very easy for me to just be like, I don't care about my heritage. It means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. So to say that is is privilege because someone who's, like, Native American mm-hmm. constantly has to explain who they are. That's and true. has to know that. Everything I saw that was saying that it is cultural appropriation were, like, angry Reddit dudes mm-hmm. that were saying, like, how is it fair that people can complain about people who wear uh, Indian headdresses, but it's not fair for me to get mad that someone's wearing a Everyone's Irish Today t-shirt. Mm. I don't think it's the same thing. No, I definitely don't either. You can get away with no one knowing you're Irish. You can't take off your blackness, you know? Yeah, yeah you can't. That's. I think that's kind of the point that I was trying to make with the thing about the them turning into leprechauns. Mm-hmm. Like that's for for these white people, for these privileged people, in order to experience that same discrimination, they literally have to undergo that physical change for just a small amount of time, just until they've learned their lesson, and then they get to go back. And doing that in the face of having two people of color as, as his, his best friends. Best friends slash sidekicks. Yeah. When all of this is happening and they're talking about his heritage and the whole movie is just about his heritage and then here's his black friend next to him and I'm like, he might not know anything about his heritage because it was stolen from him because mm-hmm. his people were brought to this country as slaves. Yeah. So, and, like, it's just, it seemed insulting that they're making and such a big really deal about it. And we never really asked Bonnie 
anything about her heritage either. And then I she was shows trying to figure up it out like, the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. neither of them ever say where they're from. And I was I was hoping the friend was going to be wearing something too. So like there would be some celebration of a non-white culture. But we actually meet Bonnie's dad at the end of the movie. And he pushes Bonnie harder than any character's parents push them in this movie by a long shot. And yeah. he has an accent. Yeah. So, like, the story of Bonnie's family is actually way more worth telling than the story of yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Like, I want to know dude, about her immigrant dad and, like... Yeah, Kyle literally had a, a line that was those... Yeah, but that immigration stuff happened 100 years ago. Ugh. Um, One second, because we're being real downers so far. <laughs> I just wanted to have a bright point. Okay. Um, Seamus McTiernan is a god among, among men. Yes, absolutely. He's wearing this, like, this shiny uh, green shirt and dancing, and it's fantastic film for a moment. For just a moment, we just as really have a delightful time. As much as we're shitting on this movie, there is a lot of fun Irish stuff going on. So suddenly, after the carnival, Kyle goes home and his mother has adopted an Irish accent. And she has beautiful red hair now. Yeah. A moment I liked because he's like, Mom, what happened to your hair? Or ma'am or whatever. And she's like, oh, I decided to go for something more natural. And I like that. Well, her hair was still the same color. She just let it down. Yeah, and, and she it was, was proud of it. Long and, and curly, mm-hmm. which I think is great. I think that's actually... I wish they had let her keep that yeah, at the no end. Yeah, no kidding. To decide, you know, there are Yeah, show that it. there is some bridge between the heritage and the self. Yeah. It's not leprechaun or American. There's gotta be somewhere in the middle. So the next day at school... Oh, he he announces, and the next day was the worst day of my life. And I wrote in my notes in all caps, that was the worst day of your life, spoiled white cisgender boy. It's that, you know, he got, like, fish on his pants and he couldn't make free throws. Oh, after he has this beautiful conversation with Bonnie, who finally calls him out on his shit. Bonnie's great. I love Bonnie. So he is struggling in basketball practice. He... His coach said that you have to make 10 shots before you go home at the end of practice. And uh, Kyle can't make a single one. And it's because his luck is gone. And Yeah, which shows that like he's completely useless. It shows that he's entirely dependent on his privilege and on his luck. And Bonnie calls him out by saying, like, it's not about luck, Kyle. It's about practice. You yeah, didn't her have exact to practice. line, I wrote it down, her exact line. That wasn't luck. That was practice. You know, because she makes her shot. Yeah, she actually makes the shot. So to me, this was one of those moments where it was supposed to be one of the big lessons of the movie. That wasn't luck. That was practice. You know, hard work. Except the ending totally invalidates that lesson. (laughs) So without his coin, Kyle is. uh, There's a couple of things happening to Kyle. So he's lost his luck, which we've kind of gone over. But he also starts shrinking so we find out that kyle's coin is a lucky coin it's a magic coin that um is for some reason always passed to the family's youngest member but without the coin the entire family is starting to slowly revert back into leprechaunism so they just they recognize that uh kyle's coin has been stolen and kyle mentions that it must have been the crazy old Irish man that he met mm-hmm. at the carnival 
which were there snakes on the soles of his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> what did she call him? Mom makes me think so- I saw the soles of his shoes. <laughs> Because she knows her dad, and she knows that every time he meets somebody, he goes, "Look at me shoes." I made him part with it. No, I mean that open. was my. I think it might. I think it's maybe just a cultural thing because that was my mother's sort of go-to safety question. She always what, asked what? me, "Did you see uh, snakes on the bottom of his shoes?" To make sure. When that, I don't believe that. <laughs> to make sure all. you hadn't met a leprechaun. Every time I met a stranger. <laughs> he must have been the one who stole the coin, so they have to go get it back from him. At at the potato chip factory that he owns. Why the fuck is he running a potato chip factory? <laughs> he talks about it, actually. He was one of the inventors of the potato chip, and he's just 200 years up. old. Because I saw that on Drunk History, I feel like, and I don't remember it being an Irish person. Let's look into that. History. I'm pretty sure it was in Ireland. Ireland. No, it was an African-American and Native American <gasps> man. But yeah, so erasure. Yeah, huge erasure. And when they run into Riley O'Reilly and accuse him of stealing the coin, he's not only perplexed, but he's aghast. Because the fact that his family's luck is gone is a problem, because that means he's about to turn back into a leprechaun. And so Kyle and his grandfather decide to go after Seamus McTiernan, who's a known scallywag. So at this point, Kyle and his friend... How did they run into Russell? Because they ended up picking up Russell. He was just walking by. Sidekick ex machina. I didn't write down the quote, did I? It was while they were in the... It was while Russell, Riley, and Kyle were in the car. It was that they were talking about how they made, like, barely any money when the Irish came there to you go. America. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, at least you got paid. Yeah. Yep, that one. And then it just keeps moving on. And it's like, oh my god. Yeah, it's like, that's the closest they ever come to addressing the wider race relation context. Yeah. And it's just like a throwaway joke. Yeah. That, yeah, that it I, just... It's super offensive. That's one of the... That line was very much one of the reasons I was like, wow, this movie is not great. It didn't age well. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> dumb white people like so easily say you know we're post-racial and stuff and it's Mm -hmm. like just less than 20 years ago within our lifetimes they couldn't say a single thing about that in a in a in a kids movie they're like the only safe thing we can do is we can make a little joke and it wasn't offensive to joke about slavery and they didn't even think to address the fact that um this is a movie about a white culture, but maybe we should say something about the two other characters in it who are characters of color. Yeah. Who These have two other characters much... who, like, have just as rich of backstories. Like, more rich. More yeah. rich backstories than this main character who, frankly, his story is fanciful, but it's the most boring it could be. Because <laughs> being Irish... I, yeah, it's an interesting story. I like the idea of warring leprechauns. Like, sure, I'll sign up to see that movie. And Irish people have been through hard times, but it doesn't, it's not the same as going through hundreds of years of slavery. Yeah. And only, God, it hasn't even, how long has it been since slavery was nullified? It hasn't even been that long. And, and slavery existed longer than yeah. it's been illegal yeah. in the United States. And, to just not even talk about that and then uh, to uh, brush Bonnie's... it under the rug in such a 
like in and such then, an intentional way it was not something like it was a intended throwaway line they wrote the line and then as threw a it joke. away like, it was it's supposed to be funny and it was like that's not funny because it could get kids to come in it could get a kid to come into school and be like, I have a hard time too. I'm Irish to a black kid. And it's like, oh my God, not the same thing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That like, and they didn't explain it historically enough. Like, oh the, yeah. And you, it had a responsibility to explain things were tough for Irish people. Now we can celebrate being Irish, but it's still but very still hard have to work be a to do for other cultures that are still suppressed in America. Uh, they go after Seamus McTiernan. They end up finding him in this traveling trailer that he has with him. And he apparently has a biker gang with him at all times. An Irish biker gang. An Irish biker gang. So they do find Seamus's trailer. Because they're inside drinking and eating and singing. and it's They're great. singing Irish ditties. <laughs> um, yeah, like around a table eating beef and drinking. And I'm like, wow. Exactly. we! what a life. <laughs> and they break into Seamus's trailer and they find an entire little chest full of gold. And Kyle instantly knows which one is his coin and takes it off the top. Because it's the one ring. Because it's the one ring. For a moment, let's get conspiratorial. Okay. Um, <laughs> is there a chance that this is the one ring and it's they're just so crazy? It's finally made its way to Earth Earth. Yes, and... It's not that they're so New lucky Earth? when they have it. They're just like on, they're just like on weird trippy. I have the ring. My life is great, and they're not perceiving the world normally. That's also once- wait to support this to support this theory. Riley O'Reilly, older than a hundred years old for sure. We know that he lives a very Absolutely. long time. Yes, and they all start, you know, changing, and maybe it's in some way they're just aging rapidly, like you do when you lose the ring, <gasps> shrinking inwardly, talking with weird voices. Uh, Seamus McTiernan looks a little like Andy Serkis. A little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, to Seamus, this one coin means nothing. Like, how how many lengths he's willing to go to keep this coin, what he's willing to put on the line, over... One coin, he has an entire chest full of them. He's stolen hundreds of families' worths of luck. Because if you have most of the rings, you're not Lord of the Rings. You have to have oh, all shit. the rings. You're and right. there can only be one Lord of the Rings, and it's Seamus McTiernan, King of the Leprechauns. Uh, what's the actor's name? Which one? The main actor. Uh, Ryan Merriman. Merriman was in the sequel to the film The Ring. <laughs> oh, shit. So while Kyle and his grandfather are feuding about whether or not to steal the rest of the coins, um, they they eventually decide not to. Riley O'Reilly realizes that his grandson is right, and actually his grandson has a good heart, even though he's only half leprechaun. But then he's a leprechaun, he's Irish, so obviously he wants to steal everything. And right, that the, was really uh, gross to me. It's the American influence on this boy that gets him to understand, no, we're a melting pot. We help everyone out. Fucking lie, by the way. And I was like, no, take the coins. Like, that was me. I know, me too. But, like, even if you weren't super greedy, like, should Seamus McTiernan have control of all this luck? No. At the very least, you can try to get him back to the right people. But I was like, this guy has no right to them. Take the coins. Yeah. 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 Like, it was... It's, Better it's, in your uh, hands than in Seamus's hands. It was so stupid to me. It was like, it was this black and white idea of what's good and what's not. Yeah. 
of like, well, we can't take. Okay, wait, no, but here's the thing: they're already stolen. It was a black and white idea of what's good and what's not, but like they have so many contradictory images and symbols within their own film that, like, it it's proving to the the authors and directors of this movie, even without them realizing it, that the messages that they're saying are bullshit. Like yeah. the very fact of the way things happen, the points that they they're trying to get get make get so muddled and confused with each other, but they still think that it's one thing or another. The, they just got have gotten so much of it wrong. They don't yeah. understand what they're trying to say, even. Which is interesting. Like I I don't know if Robin has anything to say about this, but he has citizenship in more than one country. Yeah. So I actually know pretty well my, what my heritage is. My Mother is British. My father is American. His mother's his mother was born in Britain, and she like has an accent. Yeah. Not just saying like like <laughs> yeah. heritage she's wise, just, like she's actually yeah. British. So your brother, I I went to school with both Robin and his brother, and I met Jeremy first actually. But he told me once that they added the K on Copic because in Quaker religion they think that palindromes are of the devil. <laughs> I don't actually know if that's true. I feel like that is. I feel very like it's fake, but like something that Jeremy was just saying to fuck with you. Yes, that's very possible. I just think it's really funny, and I wanted to bring false. it out. That is so funny. Also, I was born in France, and I yeah. grew up there, so my sense of heritage was always like out of whack. When I was in France, I was like, I'm American, and I'm French. Those were my identities because because Britain was like close enough to Europe that it for some reason didn't matter in my brain. And then America was like, oh, that's the cool other part of me. Like whenever I was at school, people were like, oh, you're American too. I'd be like, yeah, I'm American. So when I was oh, a wow. little child, were that was, those were my identities, American and French. But then I moved to America and I hated it and I didn't want any part of me to be American. So I was French and British. Like, huh. I would tell people, like, yeah, I have dual citizenship. I'm British citizen. But, like, I was actually born in France. And I cared a lot more about my French identity, even though I had no heritage in that. I, like, felt so strong. Like, I'm French. I would tell, Like, that's what I would tell everyone, even though I had no part of me that's, like, French by, like, heritage. I felt French as opposed to American. And Britain and still kind of French felt just, like... Too, right? far enough away but like i was never there and i had never lived in in england that it didn't feel as much a part of my identity as it did hmm. then as i like grew up and like started traveling and used my british passport to get places um and then like started you know just having more real conversations with my mother about like or just life in general i started to feel more like kinship to britain I was like, I, I am just like, I, I do my Frenchness in the past. Also, as I like started to forget fr the French language because I'm lazy and don't practice it that often, my the Frenchness of me seemed to recede in, into the back where I felt less French. And You've I always know. been very European to me since mm -hmm. I met you. Yeah. I feel <laughs> now I am grade. at my most American. I feel like more American now than I've ever been since the election. Since oh, definitely. The, yeah. I feel more kinship now to America than I did before. Weirdly, like, it's like, I now I feel like I have to fight for this place. I feel some sense of patriotism. Yeah. Like, I actually have to make this place better. Mm -hmm. I had that when I, I went on a long trip, which I keep thinking about now because now I'm on another long trip. But I went on a long trip during the election. And I was in Washington, D.C. And 
every stop I was at, I was in hostels, and there were people from different countries, and they were asking me questions about America. And it made me hate America more and more and just not want anything to do with it. And it was... And the Trump thing was far enough away that we were all still joking, like, oh, I would just go to Canada and stuff like that. And then I went to the museum in D.C. that has the presidential portraits of, like, Washington. Mm -hmm. And it was just really striking when I was there of, like, what it means to be an American. Mm. Like, that, especially with conservatism, there's like this definition of patriotism and stuff like that and just kind of reminded me that it doesn't matter what they say i'm an american it's what you it's what you make of it if you're here that's what you are and i want to fight for the america i believe in and that's when i was like okay even if trump gets elected i want to stay here Mm -hmm. and feel like an american shall we get into the plot yeah let's let's get back to the movie the luck of the irish (laughs) (laughs) um so kyle and his grandfather are caught by Seamus McTiernan who grabs Riley O'Reilly by the beard he suddenly decides that Riley is going to be his slave because he's caught him stealing (laughs) and Kyle is like no I want to have a wager with you and so Kyle makes a bet with Seamus that he can beat him at sports (laughs) that is the exact quote Yep, I challenge you to Sports. Sports. And so the obvious loophole <laughs> <Seamus> arises. <laughs> like magics them into ancient Ireland for their ancient sports. <laughs> they played throw the chariot wheel, hurling, throw a rock, I think. Dancing. There was dancing. Dancing. There was some sort of lacrosse thing. Well, they end in a tie. But he bets him that he can beat him at a game of basketball. Play and basketball. Skip Kyle's uh, ability of choice. Playing and fast. Sports of get. choice. His sports His of choice. Sports of choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, we, but we've seen that he has act- no actual skill in basketball without his luck, and he's mm-hmm. playing without his luck. Mm-hmm. And they play this rousing game of basketball. It's rousing and arousing. Is it? You know, it was not my cup of brisket. Uh, 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 Seamus McTiernan, not so hard on the old eye lickers. In this basketball game, it's not just Kyle who is doing some good work. It's Russell's doing some good work. Felix Felices. Yes. So the whole game, Riley O'Reilly is strapped to the basketball hoop. (laughs) Yeah. He gives a quote unquote lucky coin to Russell But it's a Felix Felice's, what Robin was just saying, situation where it's not actually lucky. And then um, Russell starts playing really well. Kyle says something about it. And Russell's like, oh, it's your your granddad gave me a lucky coin. And when Kyle goes over there, he's like, you don't have a lucky coin to give. There's this moment where his granddad just turns around everything he said up until this point is like, no, real luck is in your heart. It's, It's your Irish spirit. And then... Kyle, you know, kind of reiterates the thesis of statement and says, luck is in me. It's not 
the coin it's my irish spirit and then that goes on to be like kind of yeah shot down. it's it's an, yeah that that actually had i had that i wrote after that in all capitals so what's the coin for hmm <laughs> when they get the coin back they get to return to no longer looking like other people by no longer looking different they return from their appropriate of experience having learned the lesson that oh sometimes it's good to help other people or sometimes i have to try hard now I got my privilege back. Congratulations. That's what it means as a symbol. I mean, that's all it does. So there is no drive to this whatsoever. There are no stakes involved in him getting this coin back. And if you learn finally within yourself, oh, the magic is within me. I'm the one with the luck. What does the coin represent then? An easy cop-out. An easy cop-out. An easy cop-out, yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt, too. That, like, morally, for this, like, just formulaically, they should, in the end, decide that we don't need the coin. But they don't choose that, so it just makes the point of the movie moot. Yeah. Yeah. Because I understand why they have to keep it, because they don't want to look like leprechauns, but it was like, it's like, this is a bad plot hole here. That's like, we learned that the real magic's in ourselves. Okay, let's have the magic coin back so we don't have to look different it's anymore. So oh, yeah. Well, it teaches that um, if you're a bad boy, you get sent to Lake Erie. Which is also a bad lesson. <laughs> yeah, because, no, listen, that's, this whole movie is about heritage. This whole movie is about how, like, you need to know your heritage. That's another, like, this is another lesson that's a big lesson that is so important to the entire thread of this movie. And it's also such a big part of the ending where they send a guy to Lake Erie in (laughs) Cleveland where we are reminded his father is from, beyond which we still know nothing of his heritage. Why don't we find out about the dad ever? Like the whole, there's this whole joke that's made about how, oh, part of your heritage is that you're just American. This coming on the heels of them having like re-received their white privilege, like to reinforce the true Americanness of what he is, which is to say, you know, white and passable, (laughs) no longer physically deformed. Then the next day, I guess he wakes up and he's like, oh no, I'm late for Heritage Day. And he goes out and he does his Irish folk dance. And then they sing This Land is Your Land with Bonnie and the entire auditorium. But but then the ending, I wrote in my notes, Woody Guthrie would hate this. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, he would would absolutely hate that ending. And... Also, they keep bringing up the whole, like, pull yourself up by the bootstraps thing in America, which I hate because it's not true. But they're like, America's somewhere where you can make anything of yourself no matter who you are. And it's like, yeah, maybe if you're Irish. Mm -hmm. Because that was a lot of what I was reading, too, about, like, how Irish people were treated and they were treated terribly. And there were signs that said Irish need not apply. But they were accepted into their whiteness through hard work where black people and other people of color will never have well hopefully we'll have the opportunity someday where whiteness won't exist but but where we are uh, right now that's not that's not the reality of the situation and like yeah we need to address that because we can't just gloss over that yeah what it was it was just the encapsulation of the movie have with nothing having happened in it no lessons having been learned in it nothing important having been done much like the power rangers movie 
But unlike the Power Rangers movie, this film decides to just like celebrate its sickliness with you. It kind of just wants to rub in your face how cloying and like false it all is. It just like it's not just a 10 second clip. It's not just like a 30 second clip. It's the entire song from like a, a folk hero saying this land is your land. This land is my land. Everybody here together, we're all so wonderful, we're all in it together, we're all different. Not having actually made that point with the entire hour and whatever <laughs> many minutes movie that they had just done. It's, they're just like selling this idea from a mega corporation. This was like a, a formulaically made uh, feel-good film from a mega corporation whose entire purpose is to sell you on these things, the pure antithesis of what Woody Guthrie would have wanted from his film or from his song. Yeah. Just like it, with the basic notion of selling a product where you feel good and they make money off of it. And the product that they went with was white privilege. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything just returns right back to the status quo. Like, that's the whole movie is, like, something is lost and we just return all of the society... This, all of the societal tensions just go right back to normal. Look how hard we fought to make things back to the same. Back to what they were. <laughs> the one thing I did like about the movie was when uh, the old Irish guy was basically just giving reparations to the person of color by giving her, offering her a full-ride scholarship. That was nice, but we didn't see anything for Russell, no. really. Yeah, and he even, got nothing out of it. <laughs> he got nothing from the entire experience, and that, that's something that really bugged me, was even in this song, when they were singing, This Land is My Land, Bonnie is on stage yeah. in what we can assume yeah. is, like, cultural uh, dress. Yeah. Poor Russell's in the audience, sitting with his dad in his normal street clothes. <laughs> yeah, why wasn't he invited... And that's infuriating. He didn't get to be a part of this experience at all, except for as a side, like yeah. just a decoration yeah. with some one-off lines. Like that's infuriating. Overall, bad movie. Yeah, I'm not good. Not, not don't great. Watch. Yeah, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having a movie about leprechauns and no. stuff. It's just the well, way they... even then, it's a little uh, That's racist. very... <laughs> well, I would love to watch a movie about warring leprechaun that families. That does that's sound great. like a it's... really fun movie. They should have gone either more shallow, it's just a fun, campy leprechaun movie, or it's yeah. we actually talk about race. They so yeah. hit somewhere in between where, like, they're... They did neither! Uh, I looked up the origin of the term, the luck of the Irish... Mm-hmm. And it actually originated in America. <laughs> Ooh. And it was during the gold rush. For some reason, Irish immigrants had a much easier... They were, they were doing well in the gold rush. And it was actually um, a term of derision. Wow. Like the... Like yeah, beginner's like, luck kind of thing? Yeah. Like, you know, they're like, oh, the luck of the Irish kind of, you know, like how people call say terrible things about jews mm -hmm. that kind of thing so it's actually not a nice thing isn't it interesting that i've learned more about irishness and irish history in the past five minutes than i did the entire movie yeah you've been listening to grow up a saturday morning podcast for aroused millennials with me rabbit cornhole <laughs> <laughs>
Kylie O'Kylie and Kathleen Johnson. See, I was the mom. You were. I heard it. This episode featured the song Enthusiast by the band Tours. We would love to hear what you took away from the movie and from this podcast. So if you heard something that resonated with you or you heard something that you don't think is quite right, please tweet us at at growthepodup or send us your thoughts at growthepodup at gmail.com complete with your name and the city you live in. And a little further down the line, we may share those thoughts on the air. Join us next time when we get a bit green in our goblins for the originals. Veto. Immediate veto. You have to start again. Join us next time when we get web and sticky with Spider-Man 2002. Okay, bye. Whatever. Spider-Man! Bye!